best stuff. Welcome to episode 13 of Good Stuff Sports. I am your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where I talk to the people in and around the sports that you love, and maybe talk to some people of some sports that you may not be so familiar with. I think that might be the case today as I talk to John Teljour of the Canadian Pond Hockey Championships, which are happening this weekend. Today is January 17th. Pond Hockey Championships start this weekend, and... After hearing this conversation with John, you're going to want to check it out. Here is John Teljour. It is a pleasure to welcome John Teljour, the Pond Hockey Master of Canada, to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you, John? Is that an accurate description of what you do? I can can talk to you all day if you're going to call me the Pond Hockey Master. (laughs) Well, I I mean, I will, right? I don't know anyone else that's as involved in Pond Hockey as you are, so... um, Let's start at the. But tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into what what you got going on in the next couple of weeks. Well, I've, um, I've been in the tourism industry for probably 20, 30 years. I grew up in the industry doing every job you can imagine, and some that you probably shouldn't. Um, and uh, I've, I've lived most of my life in what uh, Ontario refers to as cottage country, which is in Halliburton, two and a half hours north. I have. Uh, an awesome wife, Sonia, and a beautiful seven-year-old daughter who, the two of them are my inspiration for everything. So, and that got me into doing things in the community. And, and, and we basically, we bought this, uh, this event, Canadian National Pond Hockey Championships, uh, a couple of years ago. The whole idea was to do something for the community. And, and uh, that's been basically my DNA for the past seven years. Wow. So seven years devoted to the Pond Hockey Championships. Did you play? Hockey as a as a kid? Yeah, I played uh, I played a couple years. We actually back in 2006 when this thing first started, um, I it was potentially going to happen in our area. I was actually a sales manager at the local resort where it now is uh, residing, and we lost out to a much bigger resort to get this event. And it took me a year to get over it, to be honest with you. And then uh, decided, you know what? Let's just uh, let's go and play a couple years. So we decided to uh, put a team in it was called the people's republic of drinkberia so so we had it was it was a thing this is what this event is what is like these guys and gals they get all right into this thing and, mm-hmm. and we actually we had our own flag um our our room was called the embassy so we worked <laughs> we, went, we had the flag and we spoke in these russian accents and and we actually had a lot of people believing that we were some remote country from the Baltic states that <laughs> somehow found their way to Huntsville to play this tournament. Wow. So, okay, so let's – is it on an actual pond? Like, let's start with the basics of pond hockey. Yeah. It ha- pond hockey has to be on water. So we um, you can't do it off on land. I mean, it would be a much better product at the end of the day. But um, what the players are really looking for is that uh, that youth experience they had. And a lot of players in Canada started out playing on ponds. It was the easiest way to get ice time. Um, so we actually play on a 14-acre pond. It's, uh, it goes from between four to nine feet deep. Okay. And we probably about, uh, well, 14 inches of ice would give, is, is necessary for us to put our Zambonis on and all our, our snow removal equipment. Wow. And a couple thousand people. Wow! Oh, wow! So, so there's a there's a bit of science that goes into this. You have I, to have. 
I know more about ice, Michael, than I should. I really do. <laughs> Usually it's something I put in my drink, and now it's like, okay, I can tell you what, uh, how thick the ice has to be to hold this particular car. Like, it's ridiculous, yeah. but it's what you got to do. I'm shocked to hear that you put a Zamboni on the pond. We have two. Two at the same time? Yeah, I, I'm the coolest guy that I know. You are the cool. You are the coolest guy that I know. Everybody has like really expensive sports cars. I have two Zambonis. <laughs> so, wow! And you put them on the pond. And so, for those people who don't know, the Zamboni clears the ice, makes it smooth, easy skating. Um, so, outside of like the obvious that the game takes place on a frozen pond. What are some other main differences between like pond hockey and what most people would know as hockey, like the NHL product? Well, pond hockey is it's a much smaller ice surface, so you're probably looking at a 50 by 135 foot rink. Um, you're four on four versus the five on five stuff, so the, the game's a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have uh, um, no goaltenders. Okay. Uh, there's there's no body checking. There's no raising the puck, and most people are too old to do that anyway. Um, and then you got, uh, I guess, one of the biggest differences is Mother Nature herself. I mean, she will do things. I mean, so it's basically ice is moving all the time, so you can't see it, but you can you can feel it. And, and in the sense that you'll have pressure cracks develop in during the game, so you have to not only deal with the uh, the people or the players on the ice, the opposition, you also have to deal with Mother Nature and whatever she throws at you. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so, it's not big enough to fall through, but you know. Right. Well, I was going to say, has there ever been an instance where someone fell through? But no. it doesn't seem like it. It seems like you take no. that pretty seriously. We have to be very careful. I mean, we take the safety of our volunteers and our, and our sponsors. I mean, there's some expensive machines on that ice surface, and, and obviously our players. Uh, so we'll go out there. We're starting this weekend to go and start to, to drill pilot holes to test how deep the ice is. We have a pretty good idea what it is right now. Um, but we always make sure that we know that, you know, what, what the minimum depth is because it'll range on a surface of ice that big. It'll range between, you know, 14 inches. You may have 10 inches in a different spot. So, so you just generally having the understanding of where the ice is at any point. So that's, that's a little nerve wracking, I'd imagine. Right. Yeah. It's a little different, right? I mean, it's, we become the ice doctors and we go out there, check the ice and, and Mother Nature will get war- warm things up, then we can't flood or freeze. I mean, there's so many variables we have to be ready for, and that's what makes the game so interesting and, and why the, the teams are so grateful we can put this on because it's a very hard event to put together and to keep keep managing because there are so many things that can go wrong with this. Uh, and, and the event over its lifespan has been canceled twice because of, of uh, warm temperatures, which, uh, by the way, I like, but uh-huh. not for the Right. Well, let's hope that things stay cool. So it, it is, we should say it's January 5th right now, and the Pond Hockey Championships are in a couple weeks, right? Like January 22nd? 26th. 26th. Yeah. So how many teams are going to be entering to to claim the, the championship? We have, uh, we have, this goes over two weekends. The first weekend is what we call as the open weekend, which is the ages 20 up through to 35. Uh-huh. Uh, men's and women's teams, a um, bit more competitive, a bit more uh, a faster game. Uh, and then the second weekend is the Masters, which is the plus 35. And all in all, we'll probably uh, host uh, 120 to 130 teams over two weekends. Wow. So is there, like, do teams come back, right? Is there, like, a longstanding, like, 
I don't know, like the Detroit Red Wings of pond hockey or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, we've got some teams are keeners. They've been they've been coming up. Some of them have been coming up 10, 11 years of the event, which has been on for twelve years. So. Yeah. Um, 92% I think of our, our teams come back year after year. Wow. So do they all have like, uh, clever names like your, your team did? Uh, yeah, there's some names that I probably couldn't say on the air. Um, (laughs) try to tell the the gals, gals are the worst by the way. Um, And, and I see, you know, like seriously, you can't say that, you know, and, uh, but yeah, they'll go all out. We have teams that will dress up in tuxedos. Dresses lumberjacks. We had one team that they um, they taped plastic uh, martini glasses on their on their helmets, and that was part of their pregame ritual to have a drink with their team. So and and so you'll see all kinds of stuff out there. It's, it's kind of like Stanley Cup meets Halloween. Uh huh. That sounds so fun. Oh, it's hilarious, and that's that's the nice thing about the event is yeah, it's competitive. Yeah, they're playing for a championship. Uh, most teams are just happy to be there. It's kind of a it's kind of like a bucket list experience for them to go back to their youth and play the game the way it used to be played, but have all the benefits of being able to have a beverage after the end. So, right, right. you know, well the the YouTube video and I'll post that too that you sent me, which is like the trailer, I guess, for the Pond Hockey Championship, makes it look so fun and like low key just people getting together and playing the sport that they love and having a great time doing it. Is that accurate? Like that sums it's, it up, huh? Absolutely that. It's you know, it's it's the this is why the teams come back year after year is because they they've created these friendships of people they never would have met otherwise and they've become this kind of community where they're always trying to outdo each other as to how crazy they're gonna be next year in their costumes and things like that. And then at the end of the day, when when the you know the last game is played, they're they're in the bar or they're in the in the ballroom having listening to the music and having a, a pint and sharing stories and it's it's a it's a it's quite a unique experience. It's even so much so that our volunteers are part of that whole experience. They're getting involved with the players and they're you know they're 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 ambassadors of our community first and foremost. But they're part of the experience. They're part of the event. So whatever our players do, our volunteers do too. Mm-hmm. That makes it nice. That really brings it full circle and ties it together. Are yeah. there any legendary pond hockey players that we should know about? Well, there's been a number of uh, NHL players who, um, after their careers were over, played in the event or, or appeared in the event. Uh, uh, Gary Lehman was one of them. We even had uh, the uh, Blue Rodeo, uh, Jim Cuddy, was the first game I played was against Jim Cuddy's team. <laughs> Jim Cuddy, has, he's a big hockey player. Uh, so he had a bunch of guys that used to play hockey. I knew <laughs> some of them. And they were massive human beings. They're, so we, we would face off with him, and I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me, right? <laughs> and then, of course, we had this whole Russian thing going. So um, our team, we brought this whole basket of goodies to everybody. We brought, like, a potato, and we said, this is raw vodka. <laughs> you know, so, we, so we gave them T-shirts and stuff, and then we had this little handshake, and and uh, and we're about to start the game. Actually, everybody else has started, and we're sitting there. And I said, like, like, "Wait, uh, no, we have to do the Republic uh, national anthem." <laughs> and Jim Cuddy, like nobody knows at this point whether the real deal or not. So we started singing one of his songs in this Russian <laughs> accent. He goes, "Holy jeez!" He looks at, it, and they slaughtered us. <laughs> it was crazy. But yeah, we we get a few uh, local. Uh, we have a lot of local uh, former NHLers like Walt McKechnie who come to the event. Bernie Nichols has been around. And a few others, they'll drop by. But I mean, it's not about 
those guys because it's nice to hang with them and have a beer. But, you know, honestly, it's more about the on-ice experience for these guys. Yeah. They, it's nice to see the, the, the NHL players or former coming up to, uh, to support it, but they – they're the, in in their mind. They are those NHL alumni themselves. Right, uh, right. I guess <laughs> you know. We clearly watching them skate. That's not true. <laughs> um, <laughs> are there refs on the ice during the during the games? Or is no, it like self referee. Self regulated. We have yeah. some keepers that kind of keep the lid on the box, you know, and and enforce some of the rules in regards because the pucks are flying everywhere. So a yeah. puck will fly in the rink, and so the scorekeeper will determine who has possession of the puck and. You get some minor infractions, but you got to keep in mind most of these guys and gals not wearing a lot of equipment outside of um, helmets, which are mandatory. Um, they might have shin pads on, which most do. Uh-huh. Uh, jocks are—it's a hit and miss if you get my drift. I do. <laughs> and then you've got um, some who wear pants, but and, and, and hockey gloves. That's about it. So okay. um, a lot of equipment. So you got to respect the fact that the guy that you're playing against probably has to work on Monday just like you. Right. Right. So they players tend to take care of each other. So like some of the uh you know the the things that people who watch the NHL or like you know the AAA teams or what have you like looking for a fight at the game. I'm guessing there's not a ton of that at Pond Hockey Championships. No, no. We again it's a very much a, a gentleman sport if you will and they and they realize that this is an event that really relies on them to follow the rules because if, if things go sideways, the event disappears. It's that simple. Yeah. And a lot of the teams, we've, you know, we've had some incidents where you have some jughead who steps outside of the box and, and says or does something you shouldn't do. The team, usually the guys that shut them down first, it's like, guys, yeah. don't screw, don't screw this up for us. Right. Right. So that, that's a really good part of the, of the overall event. Right. Like self-regulating. That's great. Yeah. So, um, okay. So, how do we find out more about the the Pond Hockey Championships? Their website. How do we how do we learn more? Yeah, go to our website is uh, CanadaPond.ca, and and it has uh, an overview of the event, and then you can check the the video. Really tells the story of what we do, and uh, also our Facebook page. We always post information about the event and and things that are some cool things that we're doing because we're I'm not a very patient person. I don't like status quo too much. Um, it might be my ADD. I have no idea, but. I, I, I like to mix things up, so we're trying different things all the time to see what works and, and, and entertain people. That's really yeah. what we do. We're entertainers. Right. So is there a way for people who are not at the event to watch the event? Yeah, we're, we're um, working with a company called Amazing Agency, which is uh, also part of IT World Canada. So they work with a lot of very big uh, tech companies. So we're going to be doing some streaming on the event this year. It's the first year we try to do this, so it's going to be – uh, pretty interesting, uh, to say the least. We even have kind of our own in-house channel, which we're developing, which will be uh, online. Um, so we're kind of playing around with some really goofy things that we're going to do during that time period. So um, <laughs> clearly you're not going to be entertained 24-7, but there will be some interesting things coming out for sure. Awesome. Well, I look forward to checking some of this out. I'm glad to hear that. I, I didn't know how that answer was going to go, but I, I'm glad to hear that there's going to be some opportunity for people like me who are very, very far away who want to check it out and see it firsthand because it sounds like an amazing event. We'll be able well, to do that. The funny thing is like, we, we, we have followers in over 42 countries, uh-huh. and most of these countries have never, you know, the only ice they ever see is in their drinks. So, um, <laughs> you know, we have countries from Africa and South America, and it's like, okay, well, we know they're interested in because it's kind of a cool thing, but 
let's find a way to engage them and connect with them. And this is what we came up with. So. Right. Well, it's great. So, uh, John, I can't thank you enough. I know this is a busy time as you ramp up towards the championships, but I love talking to you and loved hearing about the sport and, and your passion for it. And it was, it was great. Thank you. Well, you call me ice hockey or pond hockey king. That's awesome. I'm going to see if I can get that on my T-shirt. That's, I don't get that kind of respect in my own household. This is awesome. Well, I, I mean, I have an eight-year-old, so I know what you, how you feel. So it was my duty as a fellow dad to like make sure that you knew you were appreciated. Uh, I appreciate that too, man. You are, you're tops in my books now. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much. Have a great rest of your day and good luck with the championship. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. That was great. You're a champ. Yeah. That Thank was you. fun. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks a lot. Good luck and we'll, uh, we'll uh, send you some more stuff. Great. I, I will let you know. I'm going to put this up like in the next week or so before the championship. So if you can send it out, that'd be awesome. I will definitely spread the word, my friend. All right. Great. Oh, Take stay, care. Stay warm, eh? Yeah, I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. Whatever. <laughs> Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Thanks to John Teljor for telling me all about pond hockey. I need pond hockey in my life. I will be trying to track down some live streams of pond hockey championships this weekend in Canada. You should too. For any questions, Mike at GoodStuffPod.com. You can find all the old episodes good stuff kids podcast and good stuff sports great 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 stuff for you and your family go to www.goodstuffpod.com thanks for listening talk to you next week Duff.